Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. I have a recycled hat on today because I'm in my office and James, James reminded me, he kind of caught me flat-footed, that today was Monday. And Breakwell, you are so much more in tune with the cosmos than I am. I appreciate you having some patience and bringing me up to speed with what day it is. Yeah, I was so disappointed when I remembered it was Monday. I had a long day and I just, all the only thing I wanted to do in this entire world was to go to bed early tonight. And I was getting ready to do that, and I thought, oh, no, I have to record that stupid podcast nobody listens to. It was kind of like, like, imagine you just flew cross-country, like in a grueling trip, and you take the yeah. taxi home, and you get out, and you walk up to your house, and you're about ready to put your key in your front door, and then you get hit by a semi. Like, that's the feeling I had. I was so close to being done. And then there was you. Wow. But you know what? I woke myself back up to do this because I have a winning streak of like 95 episodes now. <laughs> and I just could not let it break. You know, somebody suggested that we do a topic like, is it China or Russia that is colluding with Breakwell and the interns? <laughs> and I thought, boy, toss a coin. It could be both. I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. I mean, one-story house versus two-story house. I think most houses are two stories. And you still lost. How do you explain that? I can explain it based on, well, A, that people feel sorry for you oh. because you sort of stammer through putting together a nonsensical argument. And then, two, uh, other than my striking good looks and boyish charm, that you've got a, a 50 times the followers that I do, 50 times the number of people that you can cajole and threaten and uh, bring into the fold with false promises that you know you're never going to keep. Me, all I've got is me. I, my wife doesn't even vote for me at this point, James. How do you explain the era when we used to trade episodes 50-50 back and forth that my followers just used to hate me and then suddenly changed their mind? Or what, what was going on there? No, I think you're promising free stuff, uh, free health care, free education, <laughs> a, a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage. That's I, your campaign. I am promise. definitely running for president. So you got that there. But what I'm <laughs> even more than that, more importantly than the election, what I want to win tonight is the argument. And what are we arguing about tonight? Well, we actually argued about the argument. <laughs> This is the podcast where we argue about things that don't matter to anybody, and the declining ratings say that might even be overshooting the <laughs> mark a little bit. But we are, we're trying to get Christmassy, and of all the hats I have stacked in my office on reserve, I don't have my Santa hat. That must be in my home pile and not my work pile. But we're trying to figure out, we, we want to do lights because they're festive and holiday-y, but we can't figure out if we should go blinking versus steady lights, like non-blinking, or white lights versus colored lights. 
And I suggested even monochromatic. They don't necessarily have to be white. And then that kicked off another argument. And finally, we just had to hit record. So James, I don't know. What do you feel? Because I know you're a guy who goes by gut feel and not by data. And your whole house uh, fiasco kind of speaks against that. But what do you feel will be the right thing to do here? Well, I just put on my thinking cap, which is actually the bear's fancy hat. Because the bear is currently wearing oh, you do have your a Santa, Santa hat going on. Yeah, my, well, my Santa hat's on the bear. And the bear's hat is on my head. And it's actually too oh. small for my head. It turns out my head is bigger than the bear's head. Go figure. Well, I think you probably knew that. Don't need a poll to tell you that. And but all right. uh, with, with my divine powers of deduction, we are going to argue colored Christmas lights versus white co colored lights, <laughs> if white is a color. Is it possible that your divine powers of deduction are fueled by the fact that that was your idea? Yes, there's a 100% chance because <laughs> if it was my idea, it was a better idea. Why would I think a bad idea, Steve? I'm not you. Why would I think a bad idea? Because you're you. It all makes sense now. Oh, I thought the criteria was a little deeper than that, but all right. Well, we do have to exchange compliments before we engage in our debate that I am obviously going to win this week. Now that I've called out the Russian and the Chinese hackers. Oh, I had a real compliment for you. By real, I mean just an insult I thought of beforehand. And now it has completely, <laughs> completely left my mind. But I guess I'm going to compliment you on being so zen that you don't even remember this podcast. Me, this thing haunts my dreams remembering the <laughs> obligation I have to talk with you. But you, it can just disappear from your mind and not even be on the surface. You just live your life happily. And then once a week, just out of the blue, I surprise you with a conversation we have at the same day and the same time every week, yet somehow still catches you off guard because you are just in your happy place, which is any place other than here. We used to record on Sundays, and now we record on Mondays. So perhaps that has thrown a little discombobulation into the machine. Yeah, but we made the switch like six months ago. But I can't expect you to adapt to a change that quickly. I mean, you're still living in the, in the early 80s. So, so change comes to us all eventually. Well, James, I have a compliment for you that may catch you off guard here. Because uh -oh. A, it is a real compliment. And B, it's based on something we have literally never talked about before. Uh-oh. But I only recently, no, <laughs> you don't even need to brace for impact, other than the fact that now you're going to feel even guiltier for that piece of garbage compliment you gave me. <laughs> but that, uh, I've never been on Instagram. So I am, and you're one of the few people I follow just because I happen to know you're on Instagram. And I'm sure you noticed that I followed you and I made your whole month. <laughs> but your comic, that unbelievably bad comic, is really funny. Like, I've only read maybe eight or ten of the panels, but they're very good. Like, I, I'm a little bit shocked and dismayed that you're able to come up with that stuff. I'm assuming you're getting help from a team of writers that have some talent. But, <laughs> man, that's some good stuff. I talk about your email all the time. But read the unbelievably bad little comics. They're just a little four-pane comics that he puts out, and they're great. Well, I am glad that you have taken the time to read eight of the 2,000 or so I have put out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've jumped. I'm recently arriving at the party. That's okay. Better better late than never. So I do appreciate that. It's actually surprisingly popular on Instagram. I put it up for years and years on my website where nobody read it, like even under threat of torture. Like I could not pay you to read it. <laughs> then I put it on Instagram where I didn't make any money off it. And people are like, yes, here we will look at it. Let's give our money to Facebook. So it, it all worked out. But yeah. I, uh, I do enjoy making those, and I still actually have to make it tonight. I will be making it right now were it not for the fact that we are having this vitally important discussion, which will determine the course of so many Christmas decorations. 
All right, now do you want to go white specifically or monochrome, like the same we color? We are going to go white because you keep you keep banging that drum, but you you know I'm not, I'm not even going to go down that road until I know which side I'm on. But we're going to go white, specifically white versus multicolored. All right, and now for the record, I swear I'll, we've done this before, but I could not find the topic, so we're doing it now. There was a particular insult that you levied in my direction that has to do with this, but I'm sure it came up under the guise of a different topic because you don't need a good reason to throw this stuff at That's me. That's true. Guys. We could have been talking about like hot dogs and hamburgers and I would have brought this up. <laughs> so really, it's not context specific. All right. In uh, the bucket of things that are miserable for me today, the only thing that joins James Breakwell <laughs> is that someone stole out of my desk drawer the Guam Quarter of Fate that I kept at Who the office. Who would do that? I don't know, James. Stuff happens I have no control over. I am only aware of 12% of what happens in and around my life here in Nashville because I'm never here. I just love that you're a mugging victim and they only got a quarter. But it was a very sentimental quarter, so uh, so that maybe that's what they were. Maybe they were a super fan in disguise as a patient, and that's what it was. They've got it framed on their wall somewhere now. If I had to venture a guess, it would be that my wife saw it laying there and thought, oh, that's his Guam quarter of fate. I better take it home where he can find it and then put it where she can find it, if you know what I mean. She probably melted it down so you can't do this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since you've been on it, she's not a fan. <laughs> anyway, but uh, so I've got the 1995 standard eagle quarter of fate here. I, I got nothing, James, but what do the two sides represent for you? Heads, I'm arguing white lights. Tails, I'm arguing multicolored lights. All right, white is heads. Oh, God dang it. All right, it is tails. It landed on the eagle side of the... Uh, 1995 standard eagle quarter of eight. So you, sir, have multicolored lights. Well, thank goodness, because Christmas is about red and green. The very core colors show it is supposed to have more than one color in it. What is white light? That's what you do if you're like a rich person, like villain in a Christmas movie. You have the white <laughs> lights on your tree and everything is stayed and, and frozen and cold and, and, and formal and everybody hates you. You are Scrooge if you have that Christmas tree up at all. I mean, we're not decorating some Victorian manor that's haunted by the by three ghosts that are going to come visit you. Let's have a little bit of fun. Oh, wow. let's, let's How close to home that's got to feel right now. <laughs> let's, but all right. let's lighten up the world with different colors and have some fun. I mean, if you are if you have ever been a child at any point in your life, you want a tree with as many colors as possible. Who looks and goes ooh and ah at a tree that's just white? That's boring. With a whole rainbow of colors you could choose from, you choose the most boring color imaginable, short of black where you just like don't turn the Christmas tree on at all. And that's the way you, only way you could be more boring. White light, it's like <clears throat> you're simulating the original candlelight from the old trees that used to burn down houses. Like why would you light, you know, candles <laughs> in a dead tree in the middle of your house that's made of wood? People did it. Now we simulate that same risk of death with the white lights. Just to show that you your your Christmas spirit no longer burns bright and you're dead on the inside. I say give me color, give me eternal childhood, and give me Christmas cheer. Or give me death. Yeah, well, I, I think I hear what you're saying, James, that only a true psychopath would have white lights on their Christmas tree. And on some level, up to about 15 minutes ago, I would have agreed with you, but... <laughs> 
I'll tell you what white lights do do, James. And in general, white lights are doo-doo. I think you would agree with me. But what they do is they, they give the tree a sort of expensive look to it. Like when you talk about the Victorian manor and only the most probably a condescending <laughs> bourgeois people would have a Victorian manor in the first place. But to further drive home the point to their poor neighbors that they are better than thou, <laughs> they would put these white lights on that tree, shove it right in the front window and let everybody know that your cheap Walmart looking tawdry multicolored lights don't hold a candle, pardon that pun, to my tree. They cast kind of a regal glow to them. Those multicolored lights, they look plastic and the light is sort of artificially colored and it just never looks right. It clashes with the ornaments and casts a weird glow to it. This is a nice, soft, true light. You can plug that tree in, and because the new lights don't cast any heat, that can be like your nightlight throughout the Victorian manor, because you somehow have to make it from one end to the other without encountering a lot of the spirits of the people who were brutally murdered and like eviscerated in that house during the years that you don't even know what happened there, Civil War era kind of stuff. And then also, that uh, if you remember back in the day, and this might be before your day, which was like Thursday of last week, but... They used to have bubbling lights, and those things were always white, and there would be these, uh, I don't even know what caused the bubbles to go in this liquid above the lights, but those were always the coolest lights on the tree. It had nothing to do with color. It just had to do with the experience of the lights. And lastly, if you do have a white tree, it would take a true serial killer to put multicolored lights on that thing. Those white trees are kind of the trend nowadays. People like the monochromatic look in their living room. And white lights are the way to bring all of that out and uh, not draw like tawdry. I just used that word again. It's just tawdry to have multicolored lights. Now, James, I, am, I, I make sure that because I have something resembling a Victorian mansion. Oh, no, wait, that's not me that has that. That would be you. That uh, having those white lights is going to be the way to go. I, I don't know what you have against flaunting a little bit of your success to the neighborhood, James. I, whatever. I, I'm going to make sure that people understand I am the top dog on the block. Christmas trees are a communal experience. You don't set one up if you just live by yourself. I mean, you might say you do, but come on. You're not going to go through all that effort to decorating a tree. Christmas trees are about bringing people together. In fact, communities often have a large Christmas tree. Think the one at, like, you know, Rockefeller Center. The ones that are, like, it's an event to light it. And if you watch one of those Christmas tree lightings on TV, 100% of them, 100% of them have multicolored lights. These are ones that have like trees that lived 200 years and got chopped down just so they could be lit up for six weeks around Christmas. These are trees that represent entire cities with millions of people you know, in the city and millions more around the world watching. The hearts and dreams and you know the Christmas spirit of the masses are represented by those bright, multicolored lights representing the bright diversity of this country. We don't need to be just one color, Steve. We can be many things together. And as far as the white tree, you can't put white lights with a white tree. That would look terrible. It would look anemic. It would look albino. Like, you've got to have the contrast. you got to have the style. The white trees always, always have multicolored lights, and that's what makes them pop. But you wouldn't know that because you don't have any pop in your life or your Christmas spirit. Jeez. I bet you didn't even put up a Christmas tree this year. I don't have any idea because I haven't been at my house during daylight hours since like October. But 
James, all of those trees are multicolored in the community because they have to kind of walk that line of how do we make the unwashed masses feel like they're a part of the gathering. Now, not in my home, James. I am going to flaunt that. I'm going to make sure that everybody admires me because outside of that Christmas tree, I got nothing else. So that's my one toehold in uh, arrogance and feelings of self-esteem. I don't know what you have against self-esteem. Probably the same hatred you feel for albinos. But James, why don't you flip that, or I'm sorry, roll those dice and tell people how to finally vote for Steve. Well, I love that your self-loathing has reached a point where you're basically just throwing away the argument this week. If you want to vote for me and multicolored lights, with both with me and Steve agree, are better, go ahead and vote for 30. If you want to vote for Steve and White Lights, which he also hates, and you can hear it dripping through his voice, vote for 53. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 82. All right. I'm going to try something new this week, James. Yes. I want everyone to vote for James. <laughs> I think James had the best argument. I think James is the most articulate. I think James is the one of the two of us that if you had a sister, you would be more likely to set up on a date. Think about that when you're casting <laughs> your vote and have nightmares. In the meantime, before next week, when we do all this all over again, probably a little drunk because it's going to be the New Year's version. But we, <laughs> that, wow, I'm going to hear that in my head for a while. Anyway, this is Steve Olivas for James the Creeper Breakwell saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember as always, two wrongs can make a right. <laughs>